Do you ever feel like a fraud as a Christian mom that at any moment someone will see right through you and realize you don't have it all together? Do you struggle to come before God in those weak moments when your life feels messy and chaotic? Well, then take a deep breath and join me as I discuss these struggles with some of my mom friends. We will laugh and cry together and share some of the solutions that have helped us along the way. Let's dig in. Hey, mamas, you're listening to Growing God's Gifts with Kira St. Pierre, where I will encourage you, speak life over you, and give you valuable tools to help you nurture and grow the beautiful gifts God has given you. Growth begins with the tiniest of seeds. So come on, girl, let's embrace the power of growth and start planting those seeds together. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining me today. I'm so excited to dive into today's topic because it is very, uh, I won't say dear to my heart, but I definitely feel it pretty deeply. Um, It's something that I think all mothers struggle with at some point or another, and I'm excited to get to have this conversation with a few of my friends as well. Uh, to give you some other perspectives and maybe some insight on how to help in these areas. Uh, I'd like to start by sharing my personal experience um, and what brought about this episode today, or the topic of this episode, should I say. Um, So far, my original episodes have been completely inspired by God. (laughs) He basically will just kind of um, drop something on my heart or... Uh, I'll have a thought or a, a, a strong feeling in this sense, uh, and he just basically confirms, that's what I want you to talk about next. And so I have been obedient to to follow along with his leading in that area and to, trying to see where it takes me. This, uh, this particular episode, I was driving to church with my husband and our kids, Uh, We had basically spent the entire morning yelling at each other, (laughs) fussing at the kids because they were disobeying. My husband, of course, could not read my mind, so we were not getting things accomplished the way I thought they should be, and I was struggling. Uh, I was frustrated, and I'm driving to church, listening to praise and worship music on our way, thinking, Lord, I feel like such a fraud right now. And he said, that, Kira. That's what I want you to talk about. So that is what we are talking about. This feeling of, I feel like a fraud. I'm going to church and going to go and put on a happy face and worship God and, um, and pretend like everything's okay. Well, that's not always the case. And that's what this episode is meant to reveal and to help us moms understand that it's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to feel frazzled and it's okay to not have it all together. God's not expecting that. So I'm going to share with you one of my journal entries from a few weeks ago. This is what I said. I feel like a fraud, Lord. I'm trying to serve you, but I feel like I'm failing constantly. I feel like my world is falling apart. My marriage is struggling. I'm always yelling at my kids. There's never enough time in the day to get everything done. I feel like I have nothing to offer you. All I have is brokenness. I feel like I don't have enough to give you. As you can clearly tell, I was at a desperate point. 
These feelings were raw. They were unfiltered. I want you to know before I go any further in this episode, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to express those feelings to God. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to not have it all together. And it's okay to express that to God, especially to him. Even if it's messy, it's in these moments of pure brokenness that God is so gracious to remind us of who he is and who we are through his son. As soon as I finished putting all those painful thoughts to paper, the Lord began to remind me of a line from the show, The Chosen. I don't know if any of y'all have watched The Chosen, but I've watched it several times and I love it because it just makes the disciples and Jesus real to me, more real, should I say, to me. And I love that one episode where Jesus finishes, uh, teaching the large crowd of thousands of people. They've been listening to him speak for days and they were hungry. The disciples began bringing everything they could find to him and said, all we have is five loaves and three fish. It's not enough to feed everyone. Jesus responded with, of course, this is in the movie. So I'm just quoting the lines. Jesus responded with, it's enough for me. I can do a lot with this. Now, while these lines are not directly from the Bible, to me, they reflect the heart of Jesus when we bring all we have before him. When you give all you have to God, no matter how insignificant it may seem or messy or chaotic or not put together, he will always bless what's been given. So just keep that in mind as we dive into this group discussion. I'm excited to get to bring a few of my friends uh, to talk about this topic because I think a lot of us feel this and I think a lot of us need encouragement in this area. So I hope y'all get a lot out of this today. Without further ado, I would like to introduce y'all to my lovely friends, Jessica and Melinda. They have graciously joined me to discuss the struggles we face as Christian moms and how to give ourselves grace when we face those struggles. Jessica is a mom of three young men, ages 16, 14, and 7. Melinda has three boys, ages 16, 10, and 9, and a little girl, age 5. I am a mom of two boys, ages 9 and 6, and my daughter's about to turn 3. I am so excited to get to talk with y'all about this topic that's been on my heart lately. So I was sharing a little bit ago about my experiences of feeling like a fraud sometimes, how I feel like my life is complete chaos and it gets messy. And I'm like, God, what do I do with this? I'm stressing about not having it all together, not having that picture perfect image. I'm striving to be this perfect mom and I can't ever figure out how to get to that point. So I guess my question is, am I the only one who feels this way or do y'all struggle with that too? Uh, absolutely. Um, we had Kim Owens come to our church maybe like eight, nine months or so ago. And it was all about revival. And I was up there at that altar and I got nothing, like nothing the whole weekend that I was there. And that Wednesday, didn't even have church that Wednesday night. It was small groups. Went to the altar. It was like, God, where are you? You know, this amazing thing happened last weekend and I got nothing. And clear as day, he told me, you know, I can't help you till you help yourself. And that was a big moment for me. Right at that moment, he showed me the doors at our church and just how, you know, 
everybody walks in on Sundays. You know, they're in their Sunday best, act like they have no issues, no problems. And I'm sorry, but that, that's a load of bull. Um, we all have issues. We all have our problems. We all have those demons that we fight with day in and day out. So it really, oh my gosh, it really <laughs> caused me to like take a good hard look at myself. And the stuff I was seeing, I wasn't liking. And that just goes back to, you know, my childhood where everything had to be perfect. Everything had to look a certain way. We always talked about the good, never talked about the bad. Oh, where am I going with this? I'm rambling. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like all the time, I'm always, you know, what can I do better with this? You know, I'm, you know, I, I'm struggling as a mom. I'm struggling as a wife. You know, I want the world to see, you know, this perfect person that has no issues and I really had to take a step back and realize, you know, it doesn't matter how I see myself, how others see myself. It's how the Lord sees me. Mm-hmm. And with that, he showed me how to give myself grace. Mm. Definitely. Well, I would say absolutely to what you're saying, because um, there's been a lot of seasons <laughs> in over 12 years of being a mom. Where I can say, uh, I felt very fraudulent. I had moments where we're so, we, as a Christian, we're taught to disciple your kids. Our first Mm -hmm. calling is to disciple, Mm -hmm. disciple, disciple. You're making little godly girls and boys, right? (laughs) But how can I disciple when I can't even get myself together? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, overall, I, we have a lot of demands as a mom uh, on us too. And that is you've got to cook the right meals and are they healthy enough or are they in clothes that actually fit them? Um, (laughs) You know, to are they in enough activities during the week to all the things as a mom that really is a pressure. It's social pressure on us that uh, there's moments that I even find in myself that I'm like, did I even pray with my kids today? Um, did we learn anything about Jesus? Did we rely on Jesus today? Or are we worrying about soccer? Are we worrying about, you know, what salad we're eating? You know, it just, (laughs) there, there's a lot of distraction in the mix of that. And so, um, I can say that it's not every day. Um, and we'll go further in that when we talk about, but, uh, there are seasons where you can step back and, and go, Am I even a Christian mom? <laughs> I know I love you, Jesus, but it, am I am I giving that to my children? Right. And I can say, yeah, I feel that. I know there's times, especially lately, because I've I've been I've been there where I'm just I'm so frustrated. I feel like I don't have time for myself. I feel like I don't have time to even think. I feel like I'm just barely hanging on, just keeping everybody together for dear life. And I get in there, and my kids, are, of course, have been very big on mom. Let's pray. Let's pray. Oh. And I'm I'm. I love it because my kids like to pray now and they actually will pray out loud. Of course, their prayers are very, very simple. Like Cora does this, thank you for a good day and help us have a good night. Amen. (laughs) But I'll get in there with the boys and the boys want me to pray with them. And I'm just like, dear Jesus, Please help my boys to stop acting like fools. Please help them to sleep all day and not wake me up in the morning. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sitting here praying these like frustrated prayers. Like, can you please make my kids behave better because I'm going crazy. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well, I mean, maybe I'm teaching them something good that it's okay to even pray in our frustration. But am I really setting a good example? Accident, like letting my feelings all hang out all the time like that too. 
I know, especially lately, I even apologized to my oldest, Wyatt. I told him, look, I'm sorry that I've been so angry and frustrated lately. Mommy doesn't have it all together all the time, and I'm sorry. He reached his hand over, grabbed my hand, and squeezed it. <laughs> and I really think that that is, to me, kind of what God says to us when... <laughs> Sorry, we're all trying to tear oh up in here gosh, right now. That's so <laughs> but good. I think God just um spoke to me in in that example of hey, that's all you have to do is just you give it to me. You let go of what you're hanging on to, let go of all the guilt, let go of all the frustration, let go of all that. Just hey, admit, God, I don't have it all together and I'm sorry. And he just reaches over and takes your hand and gives you a big squeeze and says, I got gotcha. you. It's okay. Oh, my gosh. You know what, though, Kira? So growing up, I was always told, you know, you don't ask for anything for yourself. Whenever you pray, you don't pray for anything for yourself. I never asked God for anything for myself. But the thing is, though, he wants us to go to him for mm -hmm. the good, the bad, and the ugly because we're not supposed to do it by ourselves. And whenever you were... Talking about, you know, her, you know, dear God, thank you for this day. We're supposed to have that childlike <laughs> faith, you yes. know, because that's, I don't know, just whenever we have that childlike faith in us, I think that's whenever great things can happen. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I just, whenever I realize, hey, you know, God wants to have those goofy conversations exactly. with me, you know, whenever I am frustrated. I mean, I find myself now, whenever I'm at a red light and I'm getting frustrated, it's, God, I don't know what you're protecting me from right now, but thank <laughs> you so much for keeping me here because now I'm going to be 10 minutes late for work. But thank you, God. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's always neat to, to see our kids acting out the things that we have been trying to instill in them and, and teach them. And even though like my kids' prayers, for example, are very, very, very simple and sometimes silly, like Bennett last night was praying that Cora would not touch him anymore because you little sisters don't touch me, <laughs> but he's praying that Cora won't touch him anymore. And, but I mean, it's the, the simple things like that. I'm sitting here as a, as a parent going, Okay, that's a little silly, but I'm kind of proud of them for, for being brave enough to even voice that silly prayer and and giving that to God. And that's that's something I, I want to encourage. Like, it's okay to pray even those silly, those messy, those emotional, those things. You know, we, we live in a world where emotions expressed are not safe. And um, how dare you express anger? How dare you express any kind of emotion other than happiness or contentedness or anything like that? Um, and I think that is completely opposite of what, even as, especially as Christians, that we're supposed to do. God doesn't want us to to bury our emotions. God doesn't want us to, to bury our anger, bury our frustration. He wants us to voice those things to him. Now there is a time and a place for them. Obviously there's, you don't just go and tell anybody and everybody, you don't go tell your customers at the bank or the, at the Walmart or wherever, you don't go and just tell them your whole life story and what you're mad and angry and frustrated about. But there's got to be a safe place to go with that. And yes, our spouse is that safe place, but sometimes they have their own stuff and they don't want to hear all your junk. And so the, the amazing thing about having a relationship with God is that you can go to God with those messy things that that anger, that frustration, that I feel like a fake. I'm, I, I just yelled at my kid again. And how do I, how do I set an example for them when all I can do is vent my anger and frustration at them? And God's saying, well, come to me with it instead, instead of venting it on your kids, I'm giving you a safe place to vent that. And 
I, I know I need to get better about um, getting back in my journal and writing those things down and giving them to God. And I, I've, I feel like I've been so busy that I don't take the time to express that and get that off my heart. And I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling that, that stress and that, uh, that pressure to perform even more right mm. now because I have stopped giving it all over to him. Um, and I, I think today is a great reminder that I need to start doing that again. <laughs> so, um, what are some things that you guys have, uh, adopted or that will, that help you get through those times when you do feel like that, when you do, um, when you finally wake up and realize, Hey God, uh, I need some help here. Yeah. <laughs> what do y'all do to, to help with that? Um, first and foremost, I take a step back and breathe. Now, as far as like a certain thing I go straight to. Um, Google's my best friend. So it's always, <laughs> I'm not one of, I've never been one of those people where I'm like, God, I'm going to open up my Bible and you're going to tell me the word that I need. I go to Google, God, what is say? or God, what do you say about this? Mm -hmm. What does God say about this problem? And I'm a post-it note person. Mm -hmm. So I had a really difficult time in my life about a year and a half ago. And I had post-its all over my computer all over my mouth, all over everything, just those reminders that I need. So it's just, it's that. I I go to Google. My husband makes fun of me because he's like, I don't know Google it. There's always an answer for it. That's where you always go. <laughs> so it's that. And I just remember, you know, that his, you know, what his promises are and what they say. And then I also remember that God uses the brokenness in us to make it into something beautiful. It's just, I have to remind myself mm -hmm. that yes, this may suck right now. This pain, this, you know, whatever it is I'm going through, but something good's going to come out of it. It's just, I have to be patient and I have to give myself that grace. Yes. Uh, um, in fact, that reminds me of what Brittany had said in our uh, messages the other day. Um, I had a few ladies who weren't able to make it to talk on this podcast, but it was really cool what she had to say. And that actually was a really good reminder of what she said. She said, um, sometimes it's hard for me to offer my kids the same grace that God gives us. And, uh, she said, that's something that I'm working on that the Lord's growing me in right now. I just wish the Lord would grow me a little faster in that area. Um, so thank you, Brittany for, uh, for that. That was really cool. And definitely we, we definitely feel that. Um, Melinda, do you got anything to say? I, I got a couple of scriptures that like I cling to, mm -hmm. um, Especially when I feel lesser than or feel like um, I'm not meeting that mark, mm -hmm. you know. And it, I, I read out of New Living. It's John 15, 4 through 5. It says, Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Right. Yes, I am the vine. You are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And so mm. that one, I'm like, Lord, I know I can't do nothing without you. And then my Romans 8, 38 through 39. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Mm -hmm. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. And oh, so, good. yeah, these, these scriptures, I just, they ring over and over. And uh, when I feel like I can't do it, the Bible <laughs> says I can't do it. 
without mm -hmm. him. And also when it comes down to um, feeling separated or, mm -hmm. you know, severed from maybe God's goodness sometimes in those moments that uh, being a mom is just hard and there's a lot of demands in it. And when you feel like you're not the Pinterest mom today, <laughs> Amen. you know, and it's like, okay, chicken nuggets and mac and cheese is what it is. Right. And sorry about you. I might have forgot that vegetable, you know, <laughs> and I've been there, done that many times. And I, when the kids are laying around at bed that night, you know, and again, you might have forgotten to pray with them or something, you know, um, uh, Oh, they'll remind you. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they definitely do. But, uh, you know, you get that mom guilt, and it's mm -hmm. almost like, okay, God, like, do do you love me anymore, you know? And, of course, like in his word says, you know, yeah. there's nothing that can separate us from that. Exactly. Exactly. I like the part about the uh, the vine and the branches because it encourages us to, when we are feeling disconnected and when we are feeling those feelings of frustration, things like that, that kind of gives you, like, a self-check, like, uh, have I been doing my quiet times? Have I been actually digging in the word? Have I actually been drawing close to God lately? Because that might explain why I'm so frustrated lately because I haven't been doing that as well as I should have. And the same thing with nothing can separate um, us from the love of God. That's, that is the truth right there. Like there is absolutely nothing, um, no matter how, <laughs> I can say even from the years and years and years that I spent out of church and away from God and things like that, as soon as I gave my heart back and said, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been away, God, hey, <laughs> hi there. And he was like, oh, finally, thank you for coming back. I missed you. And it's like, it doesn't matter what, what happens or how long you've been gone or how far you go. Um, you're always welcome back. And his grace is always right there to catch you as long as we give it to him. That's literally all you have to do is say, okay, God, I've had enough trying to do this on my own. <laughs> Can you please take this? <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what, though? And it's so easy. I feel like, you know, that, you know, that old saying, you know, God's not going to give us more than what we can handle. <laughs> That's bull. <laughs> he is going to give us more than what we can handle. It's what we do with it, what we turn mm -hmm. to, who we turn to, the things we have poured into us. So, yeah, we are going to get more than what we can handle. But whenever we try to do it on by our own, yes, <laughs> when we try to do it by ourselves, that's where we mess up and we get overwhelmed. We get that anxiety. We get all those fears and all that other junk that mm -hmm. just comes into play with it. And we make it so hard, so difficult whenever it's so easy. He is like right there. Like you said, you know, he has that grace that he's just throwing at us. He's right there. And it's like, hi, do you remember me? I'm still here. I'm still here. Like I've, I've let you go and do all that stuff, but come to me. Mm-hmm. And then whenever we just let go and get over ourselves, yep, <laughs> it, it's so easy. We just make it so hard. Well, I think we pretty much have covered it, but is there any other advice that you would offer moms who are struggling with similar uh, issues? <laughs> what would y'all say? Um, don't be that Pinterest mom. <laughs> uh, my oldest son, whenever he was in preschool, I was a homeroom mom and I made five trips to the car getting stuff in and out. And his teacher was even like, Miss Mills, this is way too much. I tried so hard. And with that, all my frustration that I had with it, I took it out on my kids. Mm -hmm. If I could go back, I would. I tell everybody Paxton's my do-over baby because I know what I'm doing. I'm not frustrated. And just all that anxiety of trying to be that perfect mom. Now I tell everybody, mind your own biscuits and life will be gravy. If you don't like how I'm handling <laughs> being a mom, go somewhere else. I love that. <laughs> mind your own biscuits. <laughs> it's a country.
country song. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, that's a, that's a good point. Like, we don't have to be perfect. And I, I think society has, especially when you when you have all these social medias, Ooh. putting this picture-perfect image of what, it's, what it is to be the perfect mom and how you should act, what you should do. And if you don't do these, uh, God forbid, you're going to be, like, completely extra, ostracized from, uh, from all of society. But... The thing is, is I don't, I don't want to be a part of a society that judges me based on how I look or how I handle my kids or the snacks that I bring to the PTA meetings or whatever else, you know, like none of that in the, at the end of it all, absolutely none of that matters. Everything that we do to disciple our kids, to train them, to teach them right from wrong, teach them how to be good, productive human beings. Like, that is literally the only thing that matters. Did we teach them about God? Did we teach them how to be godly men and women? Did we teach them to be respectful? Did we teach them to do those things? And even if we messed up, even if we've yelled at our kids, even if we've lost our cool and, and, haven't always set the best example, the fact that we can go and apologize to our children and say, look, mommy's not perfect either. We're sorry. We got it wrong. Mm-hmm. We made a mistake and we're, we're admitting, you know, it takes a lot of humility to come to your kids and say, I was wrong. I handled that poorly and I'm sorry. That teaches them volumes. Yes. It yes, teaches it them humility. It teaches them the power of apologies and admitting when you're wrong. And I think something as simple as that is way more valuable than what you brought to their little class party or what you, how you dressed them. Are they dressed in the best clothes? Are they, am I dressed in the best clothes? Do I look the fan? None of that matters. Like you said, mind your own biscuits. It'll be all gravy. I Life love that. will be gravy, baby. Life will be gravy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Melinda, did you have anything to add? Uh, I guess the word of encouragement in the midst of failures or needing to take that step back is to to pick yourself up, keep trusting God, and, mm-hmm. and keep going. It's so easy to get stuck in a rut, uh, and I've done that as a mom, where I'm like, I'm sorry last week, I screwed up, guys, <laughs> you know, let's and, and getting so caught up in what we did last week or mm-hmm. last month, and... um. But instead, like saying what, and I always start out my day with the kids is, this is the day the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad. Mm -hmm. And my kids will, all I have to do is say, this is the day the Lord has made. And they're instantly, you know, finishing it off. And it's because, you know, what is it is mercies are new every morning. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to worry about what we did yesterday. Exactly. And, And so there are days that my kids were like, they'll say, but we didn't pray yesterday, or you didn't teach us a scripture yesterday, <laughs> or we didn't even talk about Jesus yesterday, and that's whenever in those moments it's easy to go, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, but today but is today a new day. we're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, gonna, we're not going to worry about yesterday. We're going to worry about what we're doing right now. Today, we're going to pray. Today, we're going to talk about Jesus, and we're going to do it double because we missed yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, Mom. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you want to remind me again what I didn't do? Yeah. For real. And they will too. Yeah. Yeah. I think ultimately is just give yourself grace. That is literally the biggest takeaway from this is you do not have to have it all together. It's okay to express your big emotions to God because that is the safest place to do so. And he will take those emotions and he will say, I can do a lot with that. 
I can work with this. When you start giving it up to me, when you start laying it at my feet, I can turn these ashes into beauty. I can make the masterpiece out of this brokenness. And I hope that y'all will all be encouraged by this and realize you are not alone in feeling like that because obviously there are several women sitting right here that have all felt the pain of feeling like frauds from one time or another. So um, just be encouraged that uh, you do not have to have it all together. It's okay to have those big feelings and God's grace is huge and it's okay to lean on that. Love you guys. I hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll see you back next time. Thank y'all so much for tuning into today's show. I love getting to hang out with y'all. When you have a second, please go tap that subscribe button on Spotify if you haven't already so you don't miss the next episode. If you would like to stay connected, Come follow me on my Facebook page at Growing God's Gifts. I would love to hear from you and get to know you a little better. If you are interested in supporting me, you can make donations through Spotify or through buymeacoffee.com forward slash grow God's gifts. Or of course, sharing, rating, and reviewing me on social media is always greatly appreciated. I will post the relevant links in the show notes for you. Please join me again next week as we continue growing God's gifts together.